Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Slowing economic growth, surging inflation, tighter monetary policy, and heightened geopolitical risk have all taken their toll on financial markets. But in a recent commentary, Pictay Asset Management believes most risky asset classes have yet to fully price in a recession, a scenario which they look increasingly likely. Joining us on the phone to tell us more is Luca Paulini, chief strategist at Pictay Asset Management. Management. Luca, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi. Okay, so let's start off with your recent market commentary earlier this month. You said you were positive about the U.S. Treasuries and saw strong potential in gold. What's your view on that now? Well, let me say that uh, the, we have seen a pretty significant rally in bond yields recently, mainly because investors are reassessing their mm-hmm. kind of uh, expectations mm-hmm. of uh, inflation and, and, and interest rates. I mm-hmm. think, though, that when you look at the, uh, the global um, bond markets, there are not many places where you can hide. And one area is probably the U.S. Treasury market, mm-hmm. because the Federal Reserve is getting close to the point where they would probably pose mm-hmm. in terms of uh, tightening monetary policy. You get more than a 3% coupon, which I think is not bad. And the economic activity in the U.S. is falling quite rapidly, which is normally a good combination for bonds. But again, it's sort of a relative call at a time where for bonds in general is going to be very, very difficult. Mm. And in terms of bonds and treasuries right now, ahead of that, the, the meeting with Jerome Powell and his speech about interest rates, what are your expectations after that speech? Well, we have the speech on Friday and the expectations of Jackson Ola are always very high because in the past we have seen some significant change in monetary policy being announced or pre-announced. Mm-hmm. The reality, though, is that inflation is at 9%. And yes, the economy is weakening, but the labor market is still incredibly strong. So I think it will be still very difficult for Powell um, to signal a significant shift in monetary policy. I think is, is the best he can do is just to say, look, we are going to look at the data. If inflation is going to be a little bit weaker than expected, we may potentially reduce the pace of tightening. But I suspect that the risk here at this point in time is that the Federal Reserve will look more on the, uh, the inflation data. And inflation data, again, doesn't allow the Federal Reserve to uh, basically stop the tightening for now. I think it's something that we can expect you know, in a few months' time, but it's probably too early. So the market shouldn't expect, I think, very good news from uh, uh, Powell on Friday. Mm. And in terms of allocation, um, how has that changed with the recent economic developments? And have asset class allocations changed? Well, from our point of view, this is not the time to be brave. Uh, this is the time to be cautious. Mm-hmm. Uh, we keep uh, a, a quite significant amount in cash, more than normal. Uh, again, for bonds, the, the risk is obviously the inflation. On equities, I have to say that the real risk now is not the Federal Reserve acting rates. The mm. risk really is the fact that we are seeing across the globe a significant deterioration in the profit outlook. Mm. On one side, you have weaker sales. On the other side, you have uh, fully margin costs are going up. And when you look at earnings, not only in the U.S., earnings are well above trend. That basically means that when we talk about a recession, mm-hmm. uh, well, we just at the start. I think when you have earnings being 20% above their, their historical trend, well, it's an indication that there's a lot of potential bad news coming from uh, companies, from uh, earnings report. Uh, they're not, I think, fully priced in. That's why 
We are very cautious on equities. We like Japan, for example. That's a different story. But overall, we're very cautious on risk assets in general. Mm. And speaking of recession, you said um, it's going to likely come. How soon will it come? Well, I, th- I think, you know, in the UK, where I'm based, we are already in a recession. And the, ce- and the central banks have said that very clearly. The euro area is not too far away from it. The euro area has been surprising the first part of the year. Why? Because we are, uh, the euro area was coming out of COVID. Tourism is booming. But this is temporary. You look at leading indicators, they look actually pretty, pretty bad. I think the real question for markets is not Europe or the UK. UK is the US. Mm-hmm. And on that, I think we, I mean, we are technically already in a recession mm-hmm. because, of course, you know the definition of recession two quarters of negative growth. We had right. that in the US. It doesn't feel like a recession, though. Mm-hmm. I think the risk is towards the maybe the, the start of next year when you're potentially going to see a significant decline in investment spending. We're all focused on consumption, but is investment spending that typically tip the balance towards a recession? I think. For the U.S., the risks are rising that we're going to get a recession early next year. It's probably not going to be particularly bad or long, but I think, again, this is not priced in by markets right now. Mm. And in terms of Asia, though, does PAM still believe that there is still growth potential in Asia and as well in China, given how China is still unwavering its, um, in its approach to COVID? Well, look, when we look over, over the next, uh, let's say, two to five years, we see believe that Asia is the place to be because this is where growth is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, inflation is quite modest. Um, and, and I think this is the place, and valuation is attractive. But when you look over the next three to six months, I think Asia has a couple of, I think, issues. One, obviously, China is that, well, we have seen a fiscal stimulus being announced, but it's nowhere close to where China needs to keep growth on, 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 on a strong path. We have obviously the problem in the property sector. And if you look at employment rate, is, is, is going through the roof. So I think there are, yes, there is a valuation case for China, but I think it's fully offset by the economic challenge that, that China has right now. When we look at the rest of Asia, what well, we see actually weaker economic data, and, and the rest of Asia is very dependent on the global economy, which is, which is actually very weak. So we feel that for now, for Asian emerging market, is probably not the right time to be. We've been reducing the, our exposure into China recently. Uh, but again, we haven't changed our view that over the medium to the long term, this is still the place to be. And I think it's, so it's very important to, to define your asset location based on your investment horizon. Short term, it's better to be elsewhere. Mm. Over the long term, Asia is still the place to be. Mm, I see, I see. And besides fixed income bonds and gold, what are some of the other asset classes investors can still look at? Well, I think when you look at the, um, at the different asset classes, I think you mentioned gold. And I think gold is one of the asset classes where we have been strategically uh, very optimistic. Mm. Why? Because, yes, interest rates are rising. There is no question about it. But real interest rates, which is mm-hmm. what really matters for gold, they're actually not rising because interest rates are rising less than inflation. Mm-hmm. And then we also believe that gold in the long term, uh, with the uh, with the uh, um, the dollar being so overvalued, and typically a falling dollar is supportive for gold. Mm-hmm. With the dollar being so expensive in the long term, gold I think is 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 a great place to be because it's a real asset will benefit from from the, the decline in the dollar going forward. But I think in the short term, I'm afraid that there are not many asset classes that that mm-hmm. we really like. We like obviously we like cash. We like some defensive equities. Let's mm-hmm. say quality stocks, very strong. Uh, let's say air carried our, our favorite, for example, uh, markets because you have solid earnings, margins are not really impacted by inflation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Japan, and let's say the stories where they are slightly different. Japan is different in terms of the only major economy where we expect the um, GDP to accelerate next year. 
But I think it's very difficult. You have to be very selective and look maybe at a stock-by-stock level more than making a significant asset allocation call at this point in time. Mm. And to round it all up, in which direction do you see global markets heading toward? Is, you know, we've seen Fed officials saying that inflation is yet far from being under control. In your view, is inflation under control yet? Well, definitely we see see, um, signs of a peak in, in inflation in the U.S., why? Because the strong dollar is actually helping because the energy crisis in the U.S. is not as uh, severe as in Europe mm-hmm. and because the business cycle is slightly different. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I see a peak in inflation. The problem is that inflation is still too high for central banks to stop hiking. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes us very cautious about market. I think the direction of market will be down, I'm afraid, for equities especially mm-hmm. because we're going to see more earnings downgrade. And I think the valuation that was very attractive just a few months ago now is, is back to neutral level. And I'm afraid that at this point in time, equity should trade at a discount to the historical average. And I think they're trading still above. So I think that for equity especially is going to be difficult. For bonds probably are going sideways. Um, and so there are not, I'm afraid, many places where, where investors could hide. But we need to be patient, not brave. That's the message. <laughs> I guess we all do need to be patient. Thank you, Luca, for your time and your insights <laughs> Thank today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thank you. We've been speaking with Luca Paulini, Chief Strategist at Pictet Asset Management. Stay with Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.